Welcome to Snyder's Return, a tabletop role-playing podcast. If you've got some time and you want to uh, play some single-player, squad-based tactical shooter, then my guest today has you covered. Battle Space is an amazing game, played single-player, which we will go into and explore with its creator and uh, owner and runner of Tabletop Gaming Designs, Mr. Robert Salter. Robert, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me on. Happy to be here. Well, it's a pleasure to have you and, and have some of your time. I know how busy you must be. Uh, before we get into battle space and table salt gaming and all those sorts of things, would you mind giving us a little background about yourself and how you got into table salt role-playing games? Well, I'd love to. So uh, it all started with a, a game I think many of us know as... Um, Hero Quest. Um, I actually played it on a whim. Uh, a friend of my, a friend of mine, owned a copy from his childhood, and we were kind of having a guy's night. Um, he just broke it out and uh, played it, and instantly fell in love with it. Um, my history with fantasy in general was pretty sparse. Um, I, I knew what who Dritz was, and I knew about the world of D and D and everything, but never actually took uh, action towards playing any of those games. But after playing HeroQuest, I was just enamored and just tried to find anything that was even relatable, nearly closely relatable to uh, to that type of gaming style. Um, from there, I uh, started playing a game called Mercs um, and just really trying out everything that was in the hobby to offer. Um, finally, kind of settling in on a lot of tabletop and, and of course, D&D. I think if I was stranded on a desert island, and I could only have one game. I always tell everybody it's going to be D&D, hands down. <laughs> so uh, from there, um, just kind of like everyone playing games and enjoying them and always saying, you know, at the end of the game, you know, I wish I could have, I wish it, the rules were like this or like that. And uh, just taking that time to uh, custom design some rule sets and or house rule, uh, what have it. And uh, from there, sitting at my my notebook where I kind of kept all my house rules. I was like, man, I've got enough here for me to make several games. Um, So I started down this path of uh, designing games uh, just for myself and family and friends. Originally, um, when people started coming back and saying, hey, this is this is pretty fun. You know, you should see what else you can do with this and get this out in front of other people. Um, I kind of crossed that next bridge and started with um, uh, started with Heroes Among Us, um, that was a very quick project. I kind of put those rules together um, because I wanted something simple originally. Um, Hmm. And once we got that out and done um, with the help of my wife and friends to to, uh, play test it, it did pretty good, uh, better than I thought it was. I I figured I was going to I was going to upload it and maybe two or three people uh, grab a copy and, and play the game. Um, but once I started receiving emails just saying, hey, this is a fun game. Um, are you going to be doing an expansion for it? I was like, OK, I, I guess I got to keep working on this stuff now. 
Uh, a year or two later, came Battle Space, um, kind of derived from another project that was never released. Um, but Battle Space just became a, this thing of its own. And it's it's really put me kind of in the spotlight now. And I've met, I've met a lot of great people um, is, that are in the industry that uh, are guiding me and uh, showing me, you know, what I should be doing to uh, release a, a good product and uh, to make the fans of the product happy. So, yeah, that that's me in a nutshell. All right. Well, you know, before we, we touch on to, to Battlespace, which is sort of the main part of this, mm-hmm. um, where can people find you, get in contact with you, engage with you and your content? So uh, Battlespace is, in every game I release, I should say, is re- uh, available on wargamevault.com. Um I've got a few other things there, battle mats. Um, I've got some paper craft designs you can download from there as well. Uh, if you want to contact me about any rules or suggestions or anything like that, uh, you can look me up on Table Salt Facebook page. Uh, we also have the Battle Space community page on Facebook as well. Um, also, I've got a cool little group on Facebook, which is the um, Hero Quest Fanatic page if uh, you're familiar with that we've got a uh, just over 1700 members and uh, it's a really great group um so yeah if you if you want to reach out to me facebook seems like the best place um or you can email me and that's uh rq salters at gmail.com always happy to hear from people all right well i will put links to as many of those things down in the description below and a friend of mine loves hero quest and he recently relatively recently reacquainted uh, our gaming group with it and we, we thoroughly enjoyed it so that's definitely something i'll be looking into awesome so battle space tell us uh tell us more about it tell us everything about it if if you wouldn't mind no yeah i'd love to so uh battle space uh, is an ultra modern solo skirmish game and i think it just I started working on it before uh, our world went crazy with COVID, um, but it seems like it was just released at a, a good time uh, so for a solo game with a lot of people being you know sheltered in place and in quarantine. It, it, I think that's what really resonated with a lot of fans out there. But uh, it, it's everything that I feel like a game should kind of encompass where it's rules that are easy to grasp it can be complex. Um, it's got a very simplistic uh, enemy AI system, but it is very challenging. The game works off of a uh, D20 system, which uh, some people have asked me, you know, you know, what was the thought process behind that? And I say I went with D20 because it just gives you a broader range. And I love that. For one thing about solo games, I feel like they always need is that bit of randomness. Um, and I think with that D20 giving you such a broad range, it kind of throws that in there. So um, Battle Space itself, um, you don't need much to play the game. Just a handful of soldier miniatures. And you can use anything from those little green army men to uh, the you know $6 a piece miniature from uh, Spectre Miniatures or um, Caesar Miniatures or anything like that. You can play on an area that's as small as a two by two up to as big as you want to go. I think we played a game the other day on a a three by four um, and I'd love to do something bigger. I just don't have the space for it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The game itself also has 
a uh, card component. Um, that was another thing I really kind of wanted to have available. Um, I, I love when you can kind of quickly build a force and with the implementation of the cards, the soldier cards and the gear cards, it just makes building that team so quick and easy. Yeah, that, that's really it. Um, again, it's a short rule book. It's about 24 pages and um, it, it's a good game. And a lot of people have been saying a lot of great things about it. So I'm happy. Well, that's, that's great to hear. And as you say, you've mentioned a couple of the different mechanics and uh, mentioned sort of gearing up and building a squad. So could you give us an example of one of the scenarios and how your different mechanics sort of play into that and, and how uh, someone might sort of, in layman's terms, sort of play through one of your skirmishes? Okay. Um, I think I'll use uh, Mission 3 as an example. Um, in this mission, your soldiers... Um, have uh, been have drawn have driven over an IED and uh, their vehicle is disabled. Um, so now they're setting up a excuse, they're setting up a um, a position um, around their vehicle, um, and so they are pretty much entrenched. They are surrounded by enemy uh, soldiers. Um, so a player playing his first game, it will uh, start with the player phase. Um, if you're used to playing any kind of game like D&D or anything like that, it'll, it, the start of how you would begin a soldier's activation is very simple. You roll like for initiative um, for each soldier, one at a time. Um, if a soldier meets or beats a, uh, his initiative number, which is on his uh, soldier card, he can then activate. He'll receive uh, two actions. Um, and with those actions, they're pretty typical. You can move, shoot. You know, use some bit of gear you may have, but basically you would take those actions with each soldier. You want to put them in good positions because cover is a, a huge factor in this game, um, especially because you're playing against this AI that is relentless. Um, and so the AI is going to be moving and shooting um, with every turn they get. Uh, one other interesting aspect we have about the game is when you fail the, um, the initiative for a soldier, um, instead of that soldier just not being able to do anything, um, a sit rep card is drawn. Um, sit rep cards kind of control the enemy even more and the environment. Um, the sit rep cards can do anything from, you know, your soldier tripping, um, your, your soldier um, getting a, a chance to take another action. There can be, there's, a, there's about 24 cards and uh, we're adding more, um, but they're, they're generally bad, so you don't really want to draw them as much as you can. <laughs> um, so, but uh, you draw a sit rep card, and it will uh, play some effect in the game. Um, after that card has been played out, you can then take one order or one move order with uh, your soldier. And once you've gone through all of your soldiers, you're going to start the uh, sit rep phase itself. So the sit rep phase is very simple. You'll draw a sit rep card and um, you'll play it again. You'll play out uh, what the card tells you to do. And then after the card has been resolved, you're going to then move any enemy that are on the, on the uh, battle map. And once they move into their new position, they'll then take a shot at any soldier that is in line of sight. So that's where that cover plays a key factor, because with any game, you know, when you're in cover, you get some sort of bonus. Um, 
I think uh, one thing I failed to mention, which I guess I should have said this at the beginning, was how the action works in the game. Um, normally, normally, most games, you know, you kind of you roll for your guy and then you roll for the bad guy. Um, what we wanted to do was just, again, simplify that. So all enemy have what we call a threat level. Um, what the threat level is a number, and that kind of can vary from how um, experienced a soldier, a enemy soldier is. Um, and so this is going to be one roll of the D20, um, adding any modifiers that you may have um, to meet or beat that number. Um, and this works in two ways. This will work the same way as if the enemy is firing at you versus you firing at the enemy. Um, so we kind of took it to took the action to spotlight your soldier because your attack if your soldier is attacking, um, he needs to meet that number to wound that enemy. And if that enemy is attacking your soldier, you need to think of that role as your soldier getting out of the way of that that bullet that's coming at him. You know, hmm. so okay. Well, you mentioned how important cover is and how relentless the enemy are, and how you have to make uh, choices for shooting and various actions, equipment, and things like that. How is uh, movement measured, and how are things like throwing arcs and and uh, sort of real world weapon sort of dynamics like that controlled through the game? Okay, great. So movement is uh, is very again simple. Um, the game comes with a what we call the maneuver card. Uh, the maneuver card is going to have everything you need on it as far as when you need to throw a grenade. Um, there's an there's a mechanic called drift. Um, the card will handle that as well, and the card works as your tape measure. Um, if you're familiar with playing tabletop skirmish games or tabletop games in general, um, you'll place this card against the base of your model, and you'll move your model along the width of the card. And uh, that's just, that's pretty much the card in a nutshell. Um, again, that card is going to be used for, for your throwing arc. Uh, so seeing if you can clear an obstacle, um, you'll line the card up next to where the obstacle is, and if the throwing arc does not run into that obstacle, um, you, you're clear to throw that grenade. And uh, then you follow the rest of the rules for the drift mechanic, seeing where that final position of that toss grenade will be. Um, and that's by rolling a D20 and following the diagram on the uh, maneuver card itself. All right. Well, it's it's a, a clever way of handling things, and, and especially as a single player, you, you don't want to sort of have to measure boxes or um, sort of try and guess guesstimate it having that that card there to sort of establish that ground rule mm-hmm. Maybe the, uh, the wrong term but I'll, I'll go with it um it is seems really useful if someone is trying to visualize this game as, as we're sort of discussing it where could they go to maybe see the game being played well uh i've done two youtube videos um you can go check out you can just uh, youtube it and in the search field um, battle space solo skirmish game um, but it's on the actual page of let's talk board games um, there have also been at least two other um, playthroughs that I've seen on YouTube so you can check it out on YouTube 
are. Again, uh, a link to those will be in the description below. So Battlespace currently consists of the core game that mm-hmm. we've released and a Memorial Day mission. So is that it, or what is the future for uh, Battlespace moving forward? Oh, man, it's a bright future for Battlespace, really bright. So we are releasing um, the Navy SEALs expansion uh, that will give players the opportunity to play as Navy SEALs. Um, That's going to be a six-man team. Um, This expansion will also include a a short, a mini-campaign with five scenarios um, and what we did different with these scenarios versus the uh, missions in the book. Uh, we wanted this to play out more like a story um, just to, immer- to immerse the uh, player into the game even more. So, so this time you're actually going after a, a bad guy by the name of the butcher um, and it's going to be taking you through, you know, th- this, this atmosphere that we've kind of made, um, with a few opening uh, titles, or um, excuse me, with a few opening uh, bit of uh, dialogue, and uh, we're we're hoping people will enjoy this 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 take on it on these missions and, and really give us some feedback so we can continue on. Uh, other than that, I guess the biggest news would be um, us teaming up with Modifius to release a um, deluxe edition for Battle Space um, that is can be. Hopefully, coming out um, before the end of the year. Yeah, I mean that that's exciting news, especially uh, sort of a, a powerhouse in the industry as, as Modifius. They have some uh, sort of very large uh, product lines. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, no, that's that's amazing. Um, so if someone has listened to this and they're and they're interested and they're engaged and they think yeah you know i've got some time to myself i've got a board i've got some minis i can definitely get behind this they purchase it from you what advice would you give to them running it for themselves or or introducing say their friends uh, or their family to it potentially um what what advice would you give them to running a a game of battle space i I think the best the best thing is to well, if you're not going to use one of the missions in the book and say you want to set up your own mission um, and you want to get people interested, uh, do a little bit of research about uh, either past or current events. Uh, that way it'll kind of hit home, you know, um, and then put your own bit of flavor to it. Uh, I think making sure you're not too, let me see, what's a good way of putting it? Making sure you're that fun is coming first, you know, if you're going to introduce this game to people, because it is a lighter game, you know, um, and we want people to enjoy it. Uh, the game has a serious undertone, so you don't want to scare people off with that. So I think, again, with uh, with bringing people in um, with a just a nice, hearty bit of action, um, but with that that veneer of, of a current event possibly could, could make the game uh, stand out to them as much as uh, the person that's, I guess, that's trying to introduce it to, uh, to the friends and family. Okay. And, uh, makes, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, sorry. I was just uh, agreeing with you. Uh, so uh, please continue. No, I was, uh, last thing I was going to say is, is, is having a nice table set up as well. Um, I think that really brings a game to life. Uh, if, if you can, 
if you can set up that environment and, and it looks close to your uh, your your material that you use um, to inspire you, I, th I think that always just emerges people into or immerse people into the game. Um, so yeah, a nice table setup will always do it. All right. Well, you mentioned in our description of the gameplay mission three of the missions that are available or even the ones that are coming out, what is your favorite mission to, to play and one that you would potentially go back to uh, several times trying new things as you play it? So uh, mission three, I hate to bring up the same mission twice, but mission three was my uh, favorite mission. And uh, anyone that goes to watch that YouTube video may notice there's a there's a moment in that game when I'm playing and uh, a soldier fails um, a role that I really needed to make. And I hit the table <laughs> and that was, you know, that was not rehearsed. I really was up, so upset that I actually like kind of hammered down on the table and uh, tried to press on with a, a different strategy. Um, I think with the new content coming out, uh, you guys will see uh, there is a mission um, that's kind of different from anything we've done. Uh, it takes you inside of uh, the enemy's compound. And so this is actually the last mission that you would play. Um, and so just having that different bit of atmosphere is uh, or was 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 kind of eye opening to what else we can do with uh, with the rules and with missions that we create in the future. All right. Sounds exciting. Uh, so you obviously put a lot of hard work into tabletop gaming, battle space and, and other projects that uh, may not be sort of soon for release. So what do you do for downtime? How do you relax? You know, I just started playing a, a game called pickleball. It's similar to tennis. Um, it's like a tennis and ping pong hybrid. <laughs> Um, and that's kind of what I've been doing um, when I've got some downtime, you know, away from uh, writing content for these games. Um, but I live in the South here in the States and it, it's pretty hot. So it's something we got to do early in the morning. So <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. So uh, with we've spoken to, at some length about battle space mm -hmm. and you mentioned uh, your other titles earlier in the interview. So is there anything coming on? A different track that we could look out for from table salt gaming well this this next thing um, we're looking at doing it, it's this is very early on so I uh, can't keep any promises or make any promises of course. Um, we I've always wanted to do a game um, with a anime feel to it um, just because I was a kid uh, growing up watching you know Dragon Ball Z and stuff like that um, and and playing games such as uh, Persona 4 by Atlas Games, um, I think for like the PlayStation 2 or something. Um, and so I kind of just love that whole, that anime pop style. Uh, we wanted to do something to kind of, uh, to, to kind of highlight that and kind of just bring that out to the forefront. Cause I don't see a lot of games, a lot of tabletop games at least um, with that same uh, character design and art style. So all right. Well, I, it, we may see it come to fruition. I hope so. I, I do. I like uh, I'm an anime fan myself, so definitely something I would uh, keep an eye out for. Um, would you like to remind everybody where they can find you and, and your content and where they can get this, this great 
solo skirmish game, Battle Space. Yeah, guys. So uh, check out the uh, the Facebook page for for any contacts you might need to make uh, to find a, a great group of people that are already playing the game. And if you have any questions, uh, the Facebook group, uh, the Battle Space community page, is where you'll find me and these people. Um, and we'll, we'd love to answer any questions you may have. Um, if you're ready to make that purchase, the game is at wargamevault.com. Um, and you can find all the other uh, titles and uh, content from Table Salt there as well. Um, other than that, you can um, you can send me an email. And again, my email is rqsalters at gmail.com. And I'd love to hear from you guys and, and get some of your feedback on some of the things that we've done. All right. Well, Robert, it's been amazing and a real pleasure having you on the show today. And once the uh, Navy SEAL release comes out, I'd love to speak to you again to see how that uh, sort of plays out and, and everything you're doing with Modiphius, if you'd be willing to come back. Oh, I would love to come back anytime you're ready to have me. It's been an absolute pleasure. I look forward to speaking to you again in the future. Great. Same. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, thanks for listening. If you want to hear more of us or want to get in contact with us, you can find us on Twitter at Return Snyder. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and also if you wish to support the channel on Patreon at patreon.com slash Snyder's Return. Music and sound effects provided for this episode are from epidemicsounds.com.